0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. I am so excited to talk about this today because I have actually tried to film this probably about, I don't know, two, three times now. And it's been over the course of the past like three months of me trying to film this episode. And I'm actually talking about this this week instead of like pre recording it because I've tried to talk about this so many times. But Today we are going to be talking about letting go, and for me personally, letting go of a relationship in my past, and also friendships that I've had in the past, and just kind of like talking about how I've gotten to where I'm at right now. I personally have had to let go of a lot of people in my life, and not because I hate them or because I just don't want them in my life, Um, I'm not going to lie, like a lot of the the situations that I've been through. I'm not gonna lie, like, a lot of the situations that I've been through haven't been the most positive experiences, but letting go for me has become very healing in a sense, and I think for a really long time when I was younger, I didn't really know how to let go because I just really, I felt like everybody that has come into my life, like, needs to be there, no matter if they are a friend or if they're just an ally or if they are a boyfriend or even family members. I've had to let go of family members in the past few years, and I just kind of want to like talk about that part of my journey for me because I think a lot of people right now are going through the process of letting go and also like what to do next because I feel like a lot of times when you go through a really traumatic situation, you just kind of think like, okay, well, I just need to get over it, but it's really hard to get over something that is very important to you. I guess I can go back a little bit in time to a previous relationship that I was in. I want to say it was probably about like 2018, 2019, around there somewhere. I was seeing somebody who I don't want to diagnose them, but from my experience, this person displayed a lot of narcissistic tendencies to me. There were times where we would be on and there were times where we would be off and Whenever we were on, it was because I felt manipulated into the sense of needing to be back with this person because I personally thought that I was never going to be with anybody else. I didn't know my worth. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what I deserved. And I constantly, over and over and over again for a very long time, just felt like this situation was where I was supposed to be for the rest of my life. And I'm not sure if that's just because I was insecure or if I was too young to, like, understand what was going on with me, but I also have to recognize that I'm not the only person in that relationship and that I also played a part, but he played a massive part in my life in the sense that I've realized that not everybody's going to stick around in my life. This person would continually break up with me, like, over and over again for, like, the dumbest things, and I can, like, I can think about situations in which we broke up now and look back and be like, why did I put up with that? Just to give an example of how extremely narcissistic this guy was and one of the only instances in which I will allow myself to remember this person because I'm trying to block out a lot of things that this person did to me because they were very traumatic and also trying to heal those parts of me to recognize that they are my past and uh, whoever is going to be in my life in the future, I will not allow to be like this person. But something that I have taken with me through therapy and also just talking to people about their situations that they're in has been, there was this one time where we were, had broken up and he broke up with me and like took me home and I cried like to my mom about it and she pretty much like told me like don't go back to him like he's not good for you. And of course I didn't listen because I just I don't know. I think I was insecure and I figured that nobody else was going to love me in the way that he did, but when somebody's treating you like shit, it's not love. It's just c- complete manipulation because of their own trauma and I don't think this person knows what he did, but I I think he knows that he did a lot of gross things to me so we were off and I wanted to see him to talk about things to get some sort of closure whether that be we continue this relationship or whether that be we just move on so we decided that we were going to go to somewhere for brunch and that he was going to pick me up and he picked me up and we were driving there and then like the place we wanted to go to was closed so we decided to go somewhere else And we were sitting in his car and I just wanted to bring it up. I was like, hey, like, I really want to like talk about this because what you did was really messed up. And I just like, I really want to talk about how we can never have that happen again. Because in a relationship, if you're having problems with your significant other, because in any relationship, there's going to be fights and there's going to be problems, whether that be good or bad, like, There's going to be times like that and if you're with somebody that you love and you actually truly care about You're going to want to work through those things with that person to ensure that the relationship stays intact Um or to work through anything that needs to be worked through in order to have a good relationship So that's what I was doing I was I was just trying to explain to this person that I wanted to talk to them about it So I could find out how I can deal with that in the future because truly I don't remember What we were fighting about because most of the fights that we had were very minuscule. Like, honestly, I don't think most people would have thought about it for more than like two seconds, but for us, it was like weeks and months. So I brought it up and he was like, I don't want to talk about it. And I was like, I understand, but like, I need to talk about it because I need to get through this so I can understand what I even did. And he, he made it seem like it was my fault. Like he made it seem like everything that happened in the relationship was my fault, but in reality, he would get mad over things that was something that I couldn't control. Like, I couldn't control when he would get mad at things. And that's something that he has to work through on his part. But I wanted to understand how I could help him and how I could, like, make this better in our relationship because that's the type of person that I am. I want to make sure I can fix things before they're completely broken. And he looked at me and he was like, I'm taking you home because I just – I kept bringing it up. Like, we didn't even get – to we were going to go for breakfast or brunch. And I looked at him and I was like, what? And the entire way back home, I just sat and like looked at him and talked to him, like trying to get him to talk to me. But the whole way home, he just ignored me, like completely ignored me, did not say one word to me at all. And I remember like we pulled into my driveway and he still hadn't talked to me. And keep in mind at the time, I lived, like, 20 minutes away from where we were going to be. So for about 20 minutes, I was sitting at in the car, like, fully turned in my seat, looking at him, like, please talk to me. Like, we need to talk about this. And I just kept going on and on about it because I was just so desperate for this person to, like, at least give me some kind of, like, acknowledgement that they hear me and they just don't want to talk right now. Like, he didn't even do that. He just completely ignored me, kept looking forward, didn't want to have anything to do with me, and... I just decided that I didn't want to deal with that. And we got in the driveway and I asked him for a hug. And then we like got inside I got inside and just started crying. And my mom knew again, like, you shouldn't have done that. Um, but i I didn't know. I didn't know what I was dealing with at the time. And looking back now, like three, four years later, that whole situation was just the worst thing that I ever did to myself because, nobody told me that I had to stay. I just decided that I had to stay. And that was kind of the last straw when it came to our relationship. I don't remember if we got back together, but I think I think that was one of the very final times that I realized like this isn't healthy and this isn't good for me and it's making me feel shitty every time I do something wrong. Whether it be I just like said something wrong or cried because he upset me or just like literally the smallest things he would make into like the worst thing ever because he didn't like when my problems affected him even though my problems had to do with our relationship and to deal with like with those things we had to deal with them together so all I was trying to do was to ask him how I can do better or how we can do better together as partners and the last time that I saw him I actually showed up to his house unannounced. I don't even know if my mom knows this. And I know that she listens to these podcasts. So like, just get ready. Um, I showed up to his house completely unannounced, like didn't text him or anything until I got there. And I said, hey, I have your stuff and I want to give it to you. So I walked to his door. He stood in his doorway. I handed him stuff, his stuff and like looked at him and was like, can we talk about this? like one final time like can we please just talk about this and he was like no i don't want to talk about it and i was like we need to because i don't want to have to keep coming back here over and over again coming back to you when all you're giving me is absolutely nothing and i think that like whole encounter went on for probably about 5 6 minutes um in which time i managed to get inside and we sat down and he just kept ignoring me and like telling me that he didn't want to talk about it and I think now like I would never put up with somebody like that ever again like over and over and over again I would just it's just not worth my time anymore and I think this lesson that I learned from this relationship was that I can't waste my time on people that aren't giving me the energy that I'm giving them and I had to let go I managed to, like, get some out of him, but it just was all total BS, so I got up to leave, and he said my name, and I looked at him, like, you've done this before, and I don't want to do this again, and I left, and I saw him one more time to, like, get my stuff back because he had some of my stuff, too, and he didn't give it to me that day, Um, but I, I looked at him one last time, and I was, like, this is your last chance to tell me, like, what's going on, and he didn't. He didn't tell me. And in my head, I, I knew that, like, if he didn't give me that closure that I needed, that I had just, I just had to, like, let it go. I had to learn that holding on to other people for X amount of time after the relationship isn't healthy for me. And even with my last relationship, when we broke up, I I begged for him. And I begged and I pleaded for him to love me and try and work things out but the the truth about letting go isn't necessarily about the other person at all it has a lot to do with yourself and when i was trying to tell him how much i loved him and how i didn't want this to end and how i wanted to fix things and all he was doing with me was saying i don't want to do that i can't do that i can't give you what you need and i don't want this anymore after me begging and pleading for him was something that actually made letting go a lot easier later on. Like, yeah, it hurts. Like, letting go of anybody that you love is, like, super, super painful, no matter, like, what the situation is. But when you love somebody and they tell you that they can't be there for you ever and that they don't want to be there for you, it's it's this huge feeling of, well, why did I want... I, why did I want to do that for this other person? Like I had to question myself after like going through the pain and also just kind of working through it in therapy and talking to friends about it. I had to realize that I had to let go in a different sense than I had before. In my past with this other person, I went back to them over and over again. And I was always the one to initiate that. I was always the one that would reach out. I was always the one that would do things for the other person. And then finally, this person comes along, somebody that I truly do care about and still like wish them the best because I don't think what they did was out of bad intentions. I think that they're young and they don't understand how to communicate properly in a relationship or how to be there for another person when they need you. Um, And I, I hate to like make it sound like selfish but in a relationship you have to like listen to the other person and not necessarily choose them over you but you have to keep in mind that there's another person on the line here and that yes you need to focus on yourself number one priority all the time but when you're in a relationship and there's another person involved and there's feelings involved you have to take into account how they're feeling like if I'm feeling negative towards a person I want to know why I want to work that out with my partner and I've realized through all of these people that I've been in relationships with that is the type of partner that I want to have too. I don't want to be with somebody that is so easily able to say I don't want you anymore and then in a few weeks decide that they do again or I don't want somebody that I've built a life with and quite literally almost picked up my entire life for this person to be with this person when they couldn't even give me the bare minimum of telling me that they didn't know what they wanted or if they didn't even want to be around me. And all of those things combined have led me to be able to finally let go. And I'm, like, actually able to talk about this. Like, obviously, there's, like, a lot of pain involved still. Like, it's only been, like, a few months. And I'm still working through a lot of these emotions in therapy. But the last time I talked about this, I just, I could not stop crying because... I think a lot of my trauma in my life has been based around expectations, um, not necessarily of myself, but other people that I'm with, and I think when I date somebody, I see their potential, I see who I want them to be, and, or who I think they can be, because like, I, I see the potential in people more than I think a lot of the people that I've dated see in themselves or even motivated to do. And especially in the time that I dated them, I see them and I think that they're a safe option and I don't I don't necessarily want to pick the safe option anymore. I want somebody who's willing to be able to go through the worst of times to be able to be there for me and be like my shoulder to cry on if I need one, but also be able to tell me, hey, this is affecting me too. So through all of those relationships that I've been through, I've been able to let go of the pain and the hurt and also the anger that I have for these people because a few of my relationships have brought a lot of anger and I've just, I've had to let that go because it has nothing to do with me. When people hurt you, it's because that they're hurting. They don't, I don't think most people want to hurt you. I think a lot of people just do it because they think that if they hurt you, you're not going to come back and I've had to accept that a lot of people say things too in the heat of the moment and in anger. And a lot of the things aren't reflected onto me. They're just how they feel about themselves. So once I started to learn that I was able to move forward just like piece by piece more. I also realized like after a relationship or even a friendship ending, there's a lot of like, what do I do next? And I I, I struggle with that like a lot. Sometimes I I think like, I don't know what I want to do. Like I do but I don't. And I think that's kind of like the beautiful thing about just like starting over, whether it be after being in a relationship or when a friendship ends and you can't talk to this person anymore, you like you realize how much of your life was actually based around another person and you have all this time to do things for yourself and you're like what do I actually like want to do? So in a sense letting go for me has been like what makes me feel whole? What what can I do to take care of myself and like I don't mean like fill the void of that other person but I mean like fill a void in my life that's been missing even with this other person in my life. So for me that has been like getting back into my art and making this podcast has been like a really big thing for me because when I was younger I used to make YouTube videos and I loved doing that. I loved being able to talk to people and most people would watch my videos uh, because I would talk and talk and they just like Felt like they were there with like a friend or something. So I feel like a podcast is a much easier platform for me personally, just because, A, editing, I don't really like editing, and like podcasts are much, much easier to edit during the week. And also, I can just sit down and like have a conversation and I don't have to look nice the whole time. So it's something that I've learned after like all of this trauma that I've had and like letting go of like past events in my life. I've had to realize like, I love YouTube. I love making videos. I love watching videos. But at this point in my life, like it's not for me, and I just have to let it go for now. And like, if it comes back later in my life that I actually want to do that, I can. I have all the equipment, I have everything that I could do for that. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I have to, just because I have a community that I know will love and care for me. But I also know that the community that actually cares about me and loves me will be listening to this podcast. So, In a way, I'm incredibly thankful for everything that I have when it comes to that. I think a lot of people also get it mixed up that they have to just like forget about everything that happened. I think when I was in my relationship with a narcissist, I easily was just like, okay, well, it's over. Let's move on because I don't have that much time in my life. And I moved on to somebody else and this person after him really, really hurt me. Like, he cheated on me, and it was really, really bad, and I think I, instead of healing, I just got really, really mad, and I realized a lot of shit that had happened in my life, and I, like, was like, okay, well, I'm gonna take a break from dating because I just, I've been through the ringer, and I don't want to do that again, so I actually didn't date for about two years after that, and then I met my last boyfriend, and I thought, I think what happened is, is I didn't take the time to properly heal and let go of the situations in my past. And I let a lot of the situations in my past reflect onto this new relationship and all the fears and anxiety that I had before slowly crept back into my life because I had never fully dealt with those things. And not to say that these people were anything like the other people that I've dated, but um, obviously everybody has their own issues and way of dealing with things. And for me personally, I didn't know how to deal with them because I didn't know they even existed. So when things got really bad, instead of talking about it, like I would have normally in the past, I stayed quiet because I knew in the past, um, before this relationship, anytime I would talk, something bad would happen. So I just shut it down And this other person also had to deal with trauma that must have caused them to be the same way. So anytime we would try to get into some kind of argument or confrontation, we both would just shut down. And I have to own that too. Like I have to own the fact that I didn't communicate properly in this last relationship in that sense either, um, just as much as the other person. So I think moving forward, like I had to realize that like, that was really shitty and I didn't properly heal from all of my past experiences. So I've had to take time, even just in the past three months of my life, to work on myself and also understand that it's okay if I want to date somebody and I'm still like in this healing journey. If the right person comes along, I'm not going to say no just because, oh, well, it's only been four months. Like, that's not healthy either. You should never give a time frame for love. I think when you're ready, you'll know that you're ready. And I think me being like, well, I just won't date for like a year or two. And instead of putting myself out there and meeting new people, whether it be a relationship or a friendship or whatever it would be, I just completely held myself back because I was afraid of letting another person in to do the same thing to me. Instead of healing, I just like kept it in my mind and was like, well, whoever I choose next isn't going to do that to me. And that's that. But in reality, we had just similar of issues uh, in the sense that I I didn't know how to let go from my own past. So now, like letting go now to me is like, I can reflect on my past and now in the future, I can kind of see the warning signs a little bit more clearly. For example, I've been kind of sort of like dating around, not really like going on dates or anything, but just like talking to people. Well, I can't say that I, <laughs> I actually did go on one date, Um, but it was with somebody that I know. So it's a little bit different of a situation, but like, we're not going to talk about it because it's really nothing right now. So we're just like, we're not going to talk about it, but I did go on a date and I have talked to other people. I have been kind of dating in a sense of like kind of just figuring out people's lives and meeting new people and like kind of just putting myself out there but also being safe because it's like COVID and everything right now because the world is insane and things happen every day of course but I have had to realize that like dating now for me is a lot different than dating a few years ago because I think I just wanted to be in love. I think I wanted to be loved, I wanted to have attention because I think I'm I've realized that I'm the type of person that like I will literally fight for you until the end of time if you've showed me any kind of genuine care. And I don't think that is a very healthy way of loving other people. I think it's great to want to fight for love, but when you're doing it in a sense that is hurting you because you know that you deserve better, it's not worth your time. And now when guys, like, for example, there was this one guy I was talking to, and he was like, Yeah, like, when am I taking you on a date? Like, when are we gonna do all these things? And I was like, Oh, like, I'm free on this day. And he was like, Cool, like, let's do something. And then, like, the next day, like, didn't talk to me. And it's been like two weeks since he said that to me. So it's just, it's just like, I've, instead of like messaging him and like being like, Hello. I just deleted him because it's, it's really not worth my time. Like, everybody has their own lives and I don't want to be in somebody's life that doesn't give a shit about who I am or what I have to say because truthfully, I think I'm a really good person in that sense. Like, I think I love communicating with people and if you want to give me your energy, I'm going to give you my energy too. And before, I think I was just, like, throwing my energy out there. Like, it was literally nothing and they would just recycle it and, like, not even, like, turn a blind eye to it. So, I think now in the letting go sense, it's not about like forgetting anything that happened in my past. Like I don't want to forget about what happened to me. Like maybe I can forget like some specific events that have happened that are really traumatic, but I also want to remember that those things have shaped me throughout the years and that I would never be the person that I am now without those events happening to me. So I don't want to forget them in the sake that I have to remember that that feeling that I had before is not okay. And it's not okay to feel bad about yourself because somebody else is telling you that you're a bad person or they don't want to be with you. I will say that I've had my fair share of friendship breakups too. Um, Not as common as relationships because I do like to have a lot of friends um, I have a lot of friends for different reasons, different activities that I like to do, um, such as, like, photography or art or drawing or business stuff. Just, I have, like, a bunch of friends for a lot of different needs. And then I also have, like, my group of friends that, like, I will go and hang out with. Like, I have, like, people that individually that I would go and hang out with. I don't have, like, one big group or anything. I think I, I just realized, that, like, I cannot handle big groups because I'm always afraid that I'm going to be this, like, person that's always... Uh, on man out because growing up that's the person that I was. I was always quote-unquote like the fat friend. Not to say that I'm overweight or obese or anything. I just I was always a little bit more overweight than most girls that I would hang out with. So I think a lot of times I was like secluded off to the side like doing my own thing while they were all hanging out with one another. But I've had my fair share of friendship breakups and even in my adult years I've had a couple. That have been a little gnarly um there was one in particular that was really really hard to be honest because it was somebody that i thought was going to be in my life for the rest of my life um one of my friends who i had met after a breakup it was one of his friends but like we had been friends before that and we got really close because he liked a lot of the same things we went to the gym together all the time and we we were like super close like there was not a day that would go by that I wouldn't talk to this person and then I got in my relationship after my really really toxic relationship with the narcissist and I I started seeing like this shift I started seeing that there was something different about this person so we started talking about it and it turns out that she was in an MLM (laughs) And I didn't know what that was at the time. I didn't know what it meant. And she tried to get me into it too. And I pretty much just told her that I don't want any part of that because I don't like how they end. And I also don't want to put money into something that I know is not going to be sustainable for the rest of my life and also make other people rich that, like, shouldn't be rich. It was just a system where I was like, I felt like oh, but if you don't do this, we can't be friends. Or if you don't do this or if you don't support me, like, we're not friends. And it got to the point where I I finally left. And when she told me, hey, like, I I want to do this still. So, like, if you could support me and, like, still be my friend, that'd be great. Like, I wish I could, I think word for word, it was like, hey, like, I know you don't want to do this, but, like, if you could support my business because I know you're a loyal friend then like here's my link to like buy stuff and I was like I'm sorry but at the time I was making minimum wage living at home with my parents barely being able to afford my lifestyle as it was and she wanted me to buy stuff from her store knowing that I had no money to do it and I she knows that like why else would I be doing these things with her to try and learn how to make money um, other than to be able to make more money, and I understand that, like, people buy from their friends, like, art, and, like, their small businesses, but an MLM is not a business. <laughs> it's just, like, it's a scheme, and I think everybody knows that. I think anybody listening to this or smart enough knows that, and I honestly just, like, I saw that message, and my blood boiled. I was, like, loyal friend, like, are you kidding me? Like you're trying to put me into this situation that is just like not good for anybody. So instead of being friends with her, I just, I, that night I decided that I don't want to be friends with this person anymore. And I blocked them because I saw that what they were doing was not to be friends with me, but to get monetary gain because of our friendship. So I was like, it's not even worth my time, and I just don't want to do that anymore. So I blocked her, and we never talked again. And I have seen that she is still in the business, and to be honest, I probably will never talk to her again if she continues to stay in this business and tell her how I feel because I think like now it's been years, and I think she's just completely brainwashed into this business because she thinks it's something good for her honestly like I wish her the best and I hope she gets help for this situation because it's not it's not good and I saw it from a mile away like this is not normal I think what really hit the nail on the head was like I would go to the meetings with her just to like make her have support and like feel like there was a friend there for her and the last meeting that I went to, I was going through a lot of anxiety. It was before I was on medication for anxiety. And she, like, I, I was texting my mom the whole time and she got mad at me and, like, told me, like, I can't believe you were, like, on your phone the whole time. And I was, like, I was texting my mom because of my anxiety. Do you, like, want to see the text messages? Like, I don't want to be here right now. And it, w- it just, like, put a sour taste in my mouth because I think a lot of friends would be, like... Hey, what's going on? Like you're not my boss. You don't get to tell me how to feel or what to do. Like I was not feeling good, so I was talking to my mom because it made me feel better. And for her to just like be super rude about it. It was like friends don't do that to one another. Friends talk about things. They don't just accuse you of being a bad person because they don't know what's actually going on. They ask, "Hey, I noticed like you're not you're not really paying attention like what's going on?" Not, "Hey, so-and-so is really mad at you because you were on your phone the whole time. It's like, what are you, my teacher? No, you're, you're supposed to be my friend. And from that friendship, I've kind of, like, realized that I had to let go of her because it wasn't healthy for me. And also my finances, like, I was driving clear out to an area that was, like, 25 miles out every day with her just to, like, learn about business stuff. And to be honest, I didn't learn anything, like, they talked more than they, like, actually talked about business, and they, it was just, like, an ego power trip, like, I could do a whole episode on MLMs and the shit that I heard while I was in them, because, like, truly, I don't care, like, go ahead and come for me, like, I don't care, but from that, I just, I learned that, like, not every friend is there to be your friend, they're, sometimes they're there because they need you for money, or Even if it doesn't support you, like, even if this person, like, doesn't support you in life, I think that it showed me a lot that not everybody's going to stick around because they actually want to be your friend. They were sticking around to find something that supports them. I think now, like, being able to look back on all these things that have happened to me in the past few years... Um, also, with COVID and everything, and like losing family member friends, um, just looking at people differently in a different light with COVID and everything too, and just knowing that there's people out there that don't really give a shit about how other people think or how they feel about certain things, um, and having to leave family members behind because they don't see, and they don't see a problem with being the way that they are, um, because they don't care about anybody but themselves has also taught me a lot about having to let go and like realizing that sometimes letting go isn't like losing something. It's like gaining another part of yourself that you would have never had if you kept this person around. And for me, like looking back, like certain things that I've done in even just the past few months, I would have never done. Like truly, I would have never done if I would have stayed with certain people that were in my life because I didn't think that I could do any better than that. I thought truly that I was never going to be successful ever. And I think I sunk myself down very, very low with a lot of people in my life because I expected them to just stick around. But as much as I would love for some of these people to have stuck around and to been loyal to me too, they're also like their own person. And sometimes you have to let go of people because they don't they are not good for you. You have to realize like as much as you want them and as much as you think that you need them in your life, you really don't. The only person that you have at the end of the day is yourself. Like I always say this and like you go to bed every night, even if there's another person next to you, the only thing that's going on in your head is you talking to yourself at the end of the day. So you don't need to have another person around you and yes it's nice to have a lot of friends and yes it's nice to be dating but like letting go for me has taught me that I don't have to have people in my life just because they've been eventful in my life. I don't have to keep ex-boyfriends around because because I, I want them to be friends because we got along so well because I think once somebody tells you that they don't want to be in your life anymore you have to accept it and be like, you know what? Cool because somebody else is going to come around and want to be in my life. And the same goes for friends too. Like, so what if one of my friends told me that I don't, it's okay, like, whatever, like, you can help me with this though. Like, even though you don't want to do this, like, help me with this when you don't actually want to do it. Like, I've had to realize that there's a lot of friends that I've had over the years that have just wanted something out of me And leaving that in my past and recognizing it is like the first step to be able to move forward with your own and be able to take that thing that they were taking from you and put it into yourself. And for me, it's just being able to recognize everything going on around me. I think we forget a lot of the times too that we don't have to be around people that take up our energy. And I, maybe I didn't realize before how much energy I was putting into some things going on in my life in the past but now like looking back and being being able to openly reflect on those things and talk about them with everybody has just been so eye-opening and also like I like I always say like my best friend Laura she always like puts things into my face and is like hey why are you doing this and I'm like I don't know and like being able to actually like take what she says and like reflect on it and be able to be like why am I doing these things? Like what is the actual reason that I'm doing these things? Am I doing them because it fulfills me, or am I doing it because it just like feels right? Like what 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 is the actual reason? And like after letting go and like just being able to breathe again and like not sob every time I think about things that happened in the past, I've realized that now I'm much more open to being able to understand why these people did what they did and I think a lot of people don't have ill will in the sense to hurt me, but I definitely took it that way. And that's why I was so open to like taking them back because I was forgiving them for the things that they did to me without forgiving myself. And when you finally let go, it's like this moment of just complete clarity and being able to be like, oh my God, like, I'm okay. Like, I'm okay. Like I'm doing this every day. I can let that happen I can let whatever's going on with this person's life just f- totally fade away and feel okay and just feel like everything is completely whole in my life again even though there's still things that I'm dealing with still things that I'm going through I'm still going to therapy like I think now 4 months into this healing journey I feel more clarity than I ever had and but also knowing that it's okay to have bad days still like after you get this clarity of being able to let go and release the pain from your past, it's okay to like want to lay in bed and still be sad. Um, I've totally gave myself those days to be able to just lay in bed and cry because I think sometimes letting it out and just emotionally like letting it flow through like your soul and your body is more healing than just being like, well, they don't deserve me. And, And yes, of course they don't deserve me either, but like Being able to let it out has made me mentally be able to be like, I deserve better than what these people have brought to the table for me, and they didn't deserve what I gave to them. Begging for them back, accepting them coming back over and over again, accepting things that I wouldn't even accept for myself to do over and over again, time and time after time, I have to accept that I allowed that to happen. And when you let go of the pain from those things that you accepted, you just realize like, I'm not going to do that again. And if I ever see it again, I'm just going to be like, okay, and move on because I don't have time for people to play games anymore. I just want to be real and honest with people. And I think like, it's funny because a lot of people from my past have actually popped up in the past few months and I don't know if it's because... I don't know, the full moon is today and I think that's like something that happens when the full moon comes back is a lot of people in your life from your past come back and not a bad thing because these people are people that I actually genuinely care about and I just like want to hear about their lives, but it's been very healing to be able to get closure from things that happened like eight or nine years ago and be able to move forward with my life in that sense that I needed to do and also these other people needed to get through and now... Um, were talking and just catching up on the past like five six years of not talking because it's been years since I've talked to some of these people and it's very healing in a sense to know that a lot of people are in the same point of life that you are even when you've been through different scenarios but you've both realized like oh like I don't know exactly what I want right now and that's okay it's okay to not know what you want and letting go shouldn't stop you from anything going forward in your life. I think that letting go is a beautiful thing because you can remember the pain that these situations caused you, but you can also just be open to accepting that it happened and know and acknowledge that you let it happen and be able to process it and just move forward without forgetting it. I'm always going to say, like, never forget the pain that was caused to you in the past. Never forget who did it never forget why it happened or how it happened, and just move forward. Continue to move forward with that pain, but also reflecting on it, going through the emotional process, because letting go is not easy. It's not linear either. Time is different for everybody, and different people will go through different things. Like, some people will go and sleep with, like, a ton of people after a relationship ends, or if you're like me, you'll sit in your room and cry and watch k-dramas for a few weeks and then go to therapy like every week <laughs> so that's my life in a nutshell i just i i know that i've finally gotten to the point of letting go and i think the reason why it was so hard for me to talk about it in the past was because i wasn't there yet and it's not like this is built up over time obviously but it it literally just like i woke up one morning and i was like wow like i'm okay <laughs> like I've been through some shit, but like I'm okay and I feel okay now. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today, and if you have any questions or anything, feel free to reach out to me at Letters from Therapy Podcast on Instagram. You can also reach out to me at Letters from at gmail.com if you have any questions about any episodes that any of my guests have been featured in or any conversations that I've had or just like want to reach out. I would absolutely love it if you could rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm just really looking for some feedback so I can continue to make these episodes great for you guys because I know a lot of you have been listening and I really am thankful for all of the comments and the reviews that I've been getting. So please keep that up. If you just want to send me a DM and be like, hey, I love your podcast or hey, I hate you. Like, whatever. No, no big feelings. Like, I don't know you personally, but like, I would love to hear your opinion regardless. So thank you so much. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I know Wednesdays are like kind of those days where you're like, uh, it's the middle of the week. I still have like a lot of days left till Friday, so whatever, but I promise it's going to go a lot more smoothly. So thank you. Thank you for being here. I appreciate you all, and I will chat with you soon.